Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. And this is a story we hadn't touched on at all, um, but it's one that's been going on now for for pretty much three weeks. There's a gag was in Tommy Tiernan's show. It's a gag that I heard when he did the marquee last summer. Um, and for the sake of people who haven't heard it, I'm going to quote it. And Tommy says, so I was at the zoo the other day and looking at the penguins, he says, they're like little nuns walking around with their rosary beads. And then the wolves are so fierce and so Irish and then he went to the African Savannah, which is a part of Dublin Zoo, and it was full of taxi drivers. That's the gist of the joke as delivered by Tommy in his Tom Foolery show. As I say, I heard it last summer. Now, Eamon O'Neill, RTE presenter, was at a show in Vicker Street in early January, and she took offence to the joke. She left the concert, as she's entitled to do, and she complained about the joke on her social media. And it started and it is still a story that doesn't go away. Tommy contacted her by email, initially by email. They exchanged emails. They spoke on the phone then for what Emer says was nearly an hour. In the course of that conversation, Tommy personally apologized to her. She said that she was very impressed with the way he spoke on the phone. He has removed the gag from his set. It's about 15 seconds of a 90-minute set. He has addressed the issue at subsequent shows and said he's taken the gag out. But the story won't go away. Emer went on the Claire Bourne show on the radio late last week after her conversation with Tommy. She was fulsome in her praise of the phone call and what he said to her on the phone call. But she would like him to follow up now with a more public statement, a more public apology for the joke and having the joke in the show, which is no longer in the show. Now, here's the bit that really riles me up. She has said that she and her family have been trolled and mocked relentlessly since she spoke out. And whatever side you come down on, and I don't come down on any side here, whatever side you come down on, that shouldn't be happening. Should be She should be entitled to say what she wants to say and object to it in whatever way she wants to object to it and have whatever interaction she wants to have with Tommy Tiernan. That's uh, absolutely evident, but she doesn't have a, a, 
a right to be trolled. That shouldn't be happening to her or to her family. One, one man who's been commenting a bit about this is, is Paul Trebo. Look, Paul, she was offended by the joke. Tommy spoke to her. They had an hour-long conversation. It's out of the show. Surely you think it would end there, wouldn't you? Good morning. Hey, PJ. Happy New Year. And to you, sir. I'd say that in the month of January. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, I've tweeted a few times about this particular incident. I've tweeted a few times about similar incidents because it's not that we're heading down a slippery road here. I think we're, you know, three quarters of the way down this road. That if you go, like, in my opinion, you lose the right to be offended the second you buy a ticket to any comedy show because 99% of it, you can take offence to if if you want to take offence to it. And, and you look at, I mean, you look at some of the most famous uh, black comedians from Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. Most of their show is about slagging a white guy, a white person. You go to, you know, an Asian or, or Chinese comedian and they're slagging the white person with the big round eyes on them and all that. And that's, that's comedy. Mm. Now, I know you can take offence. But I mean, Ricky Gervais sums it up perfectly, probably one of the world's most famous comedians. Just because you take offense doesn't make you right. Now that you say that, Paul, pause a second, because I actually have that clip. Um, He was invited on one of the American talk shows after his, was it Oscars or Golden Globes, whichever one he was hosting. And, and about how people used to take offence to what he was saying, and here's that, here's that, and it's funny. I was watching Ricky, Ricky Gervais last night on on a comedy stand up show, so uh, he was fresh in my mind this morning. Here's that clip just before we continue talking. Here we go. That's the thing about offence, isn't it? When people yeah. say they're offended, it's that just because you're offended, it doesn't mean you're right. You know, it's offence is about feelings and feelings are personal some people are offended by equality so what you know so you can't second guess people if you try and please everyone you'll please no one Mm. with comedy as well you've got i think you've got to deal with taboos and contentious issues you know you can't legislate against stupidity otherwise you'll be doing nothing so if you're saying anything you you should polarize you should polarize because everyone's different That's exactly the quote you were making, Paul. Comedy, comedy yeah. was always poking fun. I, I always think of the great Joan Rivers, what she'd make of it now. Well, I mean, my own personal opinion. Well, first of all, the only thing worse than taking offence, something that 99% of people wouldn't take offence at, is taking offence on behalf of somebody else. And that was that was the part that really got to me. was like, you know, I'm standing up here because the, the beauty and the genius of comedy is it's pretty much true. And, and that, and it's, it's also a great way of bringing to the forefront, you know, maybe something we should talk about or whatever. And that's the beauty of comedy. I mean, you listen to any of the top comedians. And if you've got the, if, uh, the remote slightest bit of offensive blood in your body, you'd be gone in 30 seconds. Mm. And that's the beauty of comedy because you go in to listen to somebody saying something going, I can't believe he said that. That's exactly, yeah, actually, do you know what? I was actually thinking that. Uh, and, and I think this has all been blown way out of proportion, but my fear, of this, and that's why I've tweeted about a lot about, you know, whether it be refugees that's currently going on and different situations that's going on. If we back down straight away to somebody who turns around and says, I'm taking offense to that and you must apologize to me. If we back down straight away with that, the ability to debate is gone. 
because you must be strong enough to, in my opinion, I don't think Tommy should have apologized. That's my own personal opinion because that's comedy. Whether it was offensive or not is irrelevant. As I said at the start, you lose the, the right to be offensive the second you buy the ticket to a comedy show because 99% of the content of a comedy show is offensive if you want to take offense to it. And, and I just think we're like, if I so, what should be done, in my opinion, is more people should speak out. And you were dead right; you made a brilliant point. Anybody trolling anybody is just is is scum, in my opinion. And that's the cesspit that is, particularly Twitter, especially these people that are you know they have no profile picture, they have no name up, and they think they can say or do whatever they want to do. That, that that's an absolute disgrace. But you should turn around and go, hang on a second, I'm not going to apologize because it's not really offensive and i'm sorry that you took offense to it but it doesn't mean what i said is actually offensive there's and a I difference there isn't there yeah yeah I, th- I think more people need to stand up and, and and don't be afraid to call out something that you know in your heart and soul is right don't be afraid to call it out in fear of somebody calling you a name on twitter because that's just a typical bully which nine times out of ten is a coward you must turn around and go oh, i don't care if you call me racist i'm not racist Mm. Ask, ask my black friend, how about that, if I'm yeah. racist? I, I've, I've, you know, I've I, actually I, I, interviewed Emer on the show me. before. I interviewed Emer. She wrote some children's books, and, and, and so I know a little bit about her. And then she was really good when she stood in on the Today Show on RTE. And she's, she, like, she was offended by this joke, and that is her absolute right, correct? 100%. Absolutely. You, you can be offended at anything, but it doesn't mean you're right. But you do have the right to take offence to something. But, you, but don't, I think, you don't think Tommy should have apologised? I, I don't, because I, I think, like, that, that's, if that's the case, he should have gone back and, into Dublin Zoo and, and apologised to all the penguins for liking them like a nun. Because the penguins probably took offence at that comment too. I mean, if you analyse literally every single sentence of a comedy show, there is grounds. So, so should we ring up now uh, Dave Chappelle, who's probably the biggest uh, current, him or David, or uh, what do you call him, Hart, um, is it David Hart? Not yeah, sure, Dan. We'll go, back, we'll go back to me now in a sec. Um, these are two of the biggest current comedian, black, uh, black African-American, whatever you want to uh, call people, that these guys, most of their show is about slagging a white guy. So should we all of a sudden go, lads, listen, sorry, you're going to have to apologize to all the white people around the world. And you're going to have to take that, remove that from your show. And I tweeted in jest there during the week. Our great, great grandchildren will not believe us that there was a day you'd go to a comedy show and the comedian actually said anything because that's the road we're going to go down. Mm. Can't say anything. So if Tommy does another, I mean, Tommy has famously slagged off the traveling community, but he'll turn around and say, lads, listen, I'm only joking. And I've called around to traveler communities many, many a time during my tour and I have a chat with them and, and all that kind of stuff. And so, so does that mean all that's gone? Then anything that Tommy slags, that's just his style of comedy is he slags off anyone and everybody. Yeah. So do we all get up and walk out of a show? Mm. It's like it's 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 just gone down a very dangerous road that we're allowing people to like. Tommy has lost a lot out of this as well. Um, well, he's lost I the mean, sponsor lost. for his television show. The television show's already in the can, and they're on to yeah. episode three or four now of of his latest series. And and Free Now was just the brand sponsor. They pulled out of that. That's that's a matter for themselves. But and he's selling out concerts right, left, and centre. So he's not losing anything financially out of this. But, but, I, but I suppose the fear is is that the network that he's on, RTE, might turn around and go, "Look, we can't afford to have a kind of a woke group attacking us for have given him the next season." So is he is he going to lose a next season of the show? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I just, and, and don't get me wrong, like, like it's no disrespect to Emer at all. It's, it's, it's in general. I, I think that it's, it's very dangerous that we're like, you know, that people are scared to turn around and defend themselves to go, I'm, but I'm not racist. Yeah. So no, but I took offense. Yeah, that's fine. I, I get that you took offense and I'm sorry that you took offense. But that joke is going to be said again next week because it's actually pretty funny. Mm. And most people laughed at it. Do you remember, to my mind anyway, you mentioned other names, but to me, uh, Paul, the greatest that has ever trod a stage in my lifetime anyway, Billy Connolly. Um, uh, you know what? I was hoping you were going to say that. The name. greatest. Like an, an absolute genius. A but, genius. But, but, and it's so sad that he's not able to perform anymore. But I remember going to one of his shows. Uh, in Connolly Hall, actually, in Cork, and he opens up and he goes, if anybody's easy, easily offended by my show, F off. And do me a favor, yeah. F off now, before you waste my time telling me about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and it's, it's like I said, you lose that right to be offended the second you buy a ticket. Because, like, mm-hmm. what are you expecting to go to a comedy show? Are you expecting them to go in and talk about, you know, fluffy toys and lovely flowers in a meadow? Like, I mean, that's that's the beauty and the yeah. genius of comedy. Now, there's one other argument I mean, to be made, and I'll, I'll finish with this. We do, we come back to the trolling uh, and the mocking of Emer and her family and others. Emma Dabry, I think, was some was also mocked and trolled recently for, for backing Emer O'Neill. None of, none of that is acceptable for a second but the fact is it's out there so as it, it claimed planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It makes Emer's point for her that there's an amount of inherent racist racism in Irish society. Well, I, to be honest with you, I don't think anybody could deny that. I mean, racism is right amongst ourselves. The North Side and South Side Dubliners like rip the hole off each other every single day. The Culties and the Jackines have been rampant. The fellas from Cavendish are, are slagged every day for being so stingy. I mean, we're, we're, we are, there's no denying, we're rampantly racist. But what we do have is the God-given ability that most people don't have, is that we can laugh at ourselves. So when I know I slagged my mate from Cavan for being so stingy, he knows I'm only joking, even though like we're having a bit of crack. And, and, and like, so we can laugh at each other. Like, what are we going to get to? I mean, are we getting to a point where, like, so, so somebody calls me fat and bald. I go, you're dead right. I am fat and bald. I'm not going to take offensive to that. But like, you know, it's, it's funny said in the right context. And I laugh at it. And it's just like, so at what point do we, you know, do we stop talking to each other? Because like, don't tell me I'm going to have to stop having the crack with my mates. If you went out in, in a pub and saw me and my friends in the corner having a few pints, you thought we'd be getting close to having a scrap with the slaggings and stuff. But it's just, 
our banter with each other. And, and I'm not going to change that. And you can say, oh, so society dictates that that's the way. I, no, I'm not changing that. That's the way we've always oh, been. That's what makes us Irish. Well, and walk, walking into your restaurant, Mr. Trevo, you take your life in your hands as to what you might say. <laughs> and, that's, and that's part of the charm. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Paul Trevo of Trevo's Restaurant in Killarney, making the point that Tommy should not have apologised and that you lose the right to be offended the moment you purchase a ticket. That's a, a, that's a, a discussion that I'd love to have with anybody else. Let's bring in the other side, though. Um, Rose DeMol of Recruit Refugees Ireland. Rose, Paul's point okay. is it's in the show. It's... Yeah. It is what it is. Emer has mm. a right to be offended by it. She's mm. perfectly right to say she was offended by it, but it should just end there. Um, I don't agree. Um, you know, um, um, my son's friends call me the wokest mom on Twitter, so mm. <laughs> I'm just warning Paul already. Um, first of all, there's a difference between uh, white people who can be flagged off in the show and black people who've been slaves, who've been constantly, constantly, constantly laughed at, who are thrown banana peels on uh, football pitches and uh, who are treated uh, like second-hand um, citizens. And the reason why many of them are taxi drivers is because they are black and nobody else wants to hire them. You know, I know many of them who are journalists, who are IT specialists, and we're sitting there in a taxi, uh, something they don't really want to do. That joke of Tommy Tiernan, and he admitted it himself in the end, um, was racist. And there is no place for racist jokes anywhere. There's no place for racist jokes. It's, uh, it hurts the black community, and it hurts uh, the Irish community as well, because it, gives, it puts you in the wrong light. Mm. You on, know? on the night that Dadimer was there, mm. um, he, he mm. did say, and I think he said it, I'm trying to remember if he said it when I saw him at the Marquee in the summer. Yeah. He did say, my daughter told me I shouldn't tell this story. Yeah, he should have listened to his daughter because uh, it just isn't on anymore. You know, there are many, many jokes you can make. And maybe the joke he should have made is, you know, I was driven to the hotel by um, by a bank manager, but unfortunately he's black, so he can't manage a bank or something like that. You know, there are jokes you can make. And then when, when Paul was saying we slag ourselves off, yeah, do that. You know, a black man often slags black people off as well. And that is okay because he understands that is coming from a, from a, Place of mm. He was making the point, though, that some some black comedians slag white people. Yeah, and and that time. is fine because white people have not been slaves. White people are never being treated uh, in a racist way like like black people are. So that is okay. We can laugh at that. But if you're a black person who's been suffering and whose parents have been suffering. Uh, I have a friend here who is black who was stopped by the police in his car on the car park of a school. His car searched for drugs in front of his six-year-old daughter. Well, if you're one of those people, you don't find those jokes told by white people funny at all. Yeah. You know, and it shouldn't happen. It should not happen. It's just very simple. Let, let me and ask you about that. I went through the timeline, uh, Rose, and I'm, I'd go mm. through it again just in case you missed it. So after... After Emer complained about the joke and left mm. the concert, um, mm. Tommy contacted her by email initially. Yeah. And uh, yeah. this is her account of what happened. He, he contacted her. They exchanged email. 
Then they spoke on the phone for what she says was nearly an hour. She said in an interview subsequently it was a very impressive conversation. She thought mm-hmm. he was an incredibly nice man, that mm-hmm. he'd actually listened to the discussion and that yeah. he said he would remove the gag from his set, which he's done. Excellent. He yeah. then on subsequent shows explains that he's not doing the gag and I think has I haven't been in, at Vicker Street but he is addressing it on stage at Vicker Street. Yeah, and but, I think that's that's great, yeah, you know. But Emer went on the Clareborn show then mm. and she I think she wants him to go further. Well, you see, the thing is now, and, and I can understand why she's saying that, because this went on Twitter, as you know, this went on social media, and so a lot of people have seen this, white people as well as black people, and people have been hurt. So he could just stand up and say to all the black community that he apologizes, and, you know, that would be the end of that. I think... Mm. Should, uh, should he... I, I thought something he should do. If mm. if I was advising him, if I was his communications advisor, mm. I'd be saying, Tommy, would you write into your show or say something about the way herself and others, because uh, Emma Danbury got an awful dose of it at the weekend, and I think someone turned on Denise Chyla as well. Mm. Tell your influential, your influential person with a huge audience and enormous fan base, would you ever tell the trolls to stop? Yeah, I think he needs to do that. I think he needs to come out publicly, to be honest, you know, apologize and tell all the trolls that are there that they are not representing him. That's what he should be doing, you know, and because especially now, you know, the world, I don't know what happened in the last few months, but it's become really bad here um, with the right wings and with all the racists. I mean, I've been I've been threatened on Twitter and my daughter's been threatened on a bus, okay. um, you know, after we posted a, a video in support of refugees. And, and that is just not acceptable. It should not happen, you know. And so if Tommy Tiernan sees that so many racist people are coming out and, and attacking Inner, then he should stand up and say, no, you can't do this. You're not representing me. And and I think he was, he told her, I think, something about, you know, uh, a middle-aged white man, what does he know? How that, yes, he yes. When, when, and, when and he sat back and thought about it, that's that's how yeah, he felt. Exactly. Yeah. And that is that is about unconscious bias. It's something that you discovering yourself and I, I recognize it because it happened to me many many years ago you know because mm. I worked a lot with with uh, the black community and I came from a, a family that used to tell jokes uh, about black people and stuff like that I don't find them funny anymore and I would never do it again and I think he's reached that point now and everyone should be able to reach that point but it seems to be difficult <laughs> yeah. unfortunately if, if you've mm. ever attended his show and I don't know if you have I've seen him three or four times I, mm. I, I, I confess I'm I'm a big fan. I love what he does. Yeah, but yeah. his show is a relentless series mm. of just jokes. Everything is at somebody's expense, but it's mm. done so well mm. that we like this is Tommy. He's merciless about the church. He's merciless about mm. many, many other things. Tommy gives it both barrels. So That's do fine. do yeah. we start? Do we start mm. giving Tommy and others a list of who you can't talk about? Well, it's just, it should be general knowledge, not to become racist in your show. And those people talking about nuns and penguins, that's the dress of the nuns. It's not the nuns themselves, you know. It's yeah. not about their white skin or it's not about their blue eyes or anything like that. Um, Zimmer said she found she that particular line funny. 
sorry? Emer said in an original yeah, comment, yeah, she said right. she found that particular line quite funny. Yeah, it's just about the way these people were dressed, you know, and there are very few nuns that are still dressed like that anyway. But, um, and, and I'm sure he's very funny. I don't, you know, I don't watch television in my house, so I don't know him very well, but I've read about him. And he seems to be a very funny man, and I'm really happy that he discovered that uh, he should probably have listened to his daughter, that he's learned a lesson, and that's fine. And I think Imre has accepted that as well, but now because of social media and because this has taken such a turn, he should really make an effort and stand up and tell them all to shut up and that uh, that uh, he apologizes. You know, it's okay. very simple. All right. That's what I think. All right. Rose, thank you. Good talking to you. Rose Demo of Recruit Refugees Ireland. I don't know where you stand on this. I, I do know the joke. I've heard Tommy tell the joke in the show, or I, when he when it was in the show, he's taken it out of the show. And certainly some of the stuff that I have read in response to Emer O'Neill has been appalling. Some of it has been just plain disgusting. So should Tommy in the position of influence he's in, stand up on Vicar at, on the stage at Vicar Street, or and his television show is pre-recorded that's going out at the moment, so he's got no control over the content of that. But should he use an opportunity the next time he's on television, or should he reach out to some one of his friends in television, and he has many, and look for an opportunity, for example, to address it? Should he should he go on the late late? And address it that way and say, look, lay off. It happened. We talked. I apologized. It's out of the set. Now lay off. Should he? Quartz 96 FM. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 